Today's test, Be'ez Hashem is Baruch, we begin the third parak towards the bottom of Nunches Amad Bey. Zog Deheilaga Mishnah. Ha'omer lechaveiro, a person tells his friend, Seve Kadesh Isha Plainis, go and uh, betroth for me, means on my behalf, go marry a certain girl. Vahalav Akitsha this fellow gets there. And he sees, oh, she's an attractive girl, you know, I'm interested. And instead of being Makadish for the person who sent him, he turns around and he's Makadish the girl for himself. Says the Mishnah, Mekudesh is Lashani. That is considered to be a viable Kedushin. The second fellow will be Mekudesh's, she, she'll be Mekudesh the second fellow. V'chein, and similarly, Omer Isha. Let's say he was Makadish, we'll see exactly how the mechanics of this works, but he gives her a pruta, he gives her something of value, but he says that this act is only going to be binding at the end of 30 days. So it's Makadesh after 30 days, a time lapse on the Kedushin. And a second fellow comes and he's Makadish on day 15. Mekudeshes Lashani. She's completely considered Mekudeshes to the second fellow because the first one's Kedushin is only Chal on day 30. When that day comes around, she's already Mekudeshes to the, to the second guy on day 15. She's Mekudeshes Lashani. And the way the Mishnah shows you that this is, in both cases, a question, uh, a, a, a Kedushin without doubt, it's not questionable at all, is that Bas Yisrael Lekohen if she was a Bas Yisrael and the second fellow was a Kohen, Tochal Betruma, she would be allowed to eat Truma. Now again, this would be Doraisa, because only by Kedushin, it's only been Kedushin, Doraisa, she could eat Truma. Chachovim came later and said they have to have Chuppah. But nevertheless, Mina Torah, she would be able to eat Truma. Now she's only allowed to eat Truma if she's fully Mekodeshes to the second fellow. So if the second fellow is a Kohen, she'd be able to eat Truma. Um, and and uh, so that's how it's emphasizing these. This is the second in both cases, even though morally might be questionable in the first situation, but nevertheless it is a kedushin. Case number three. Let's say he said, I'm a Kodeshus to you, but the Lashon, he said, not just it'll start after 30 days. He says, from now until 30 days. So there is, it's not just a lapse of time and it's fully confirmed and it is completely confirmed on day 30. Here he's saying there's some kind of mechanics. It should start now on some level, but it will complete. It's, it's a drawn out 30 day process. And now the second guy shows up at his Makadashir, let's say on day 15. Now the Gemara will discuss what exactly the mechanics are and what is the term. It's not a complete Kedushin. We're going to see neither one of them are complete. So it's Kedushin, but ain't a Kedushin to either one. And the Gemara will explain why that is the case. And therefore, Bas Yisrael Kohen, a Bas Kohen, so therefore she's a Bas Yisrael Kohen. Let's say she was a Bas Yisrael and the second fellow had been a Kohen. Oh, all right, we're going to see she's not allowed to eat truma because it's not 100% Mekudeshus, and therefore we can't allow her to eat truma. Or the other way, let's say that she had been the daughter of a Kohen. Now, a daughter of a Kohen is allowed to eat her father's truma, 
and she can continue eating until she becomes Mekudeshes to Yisroel. So therefore, so if maybe if you don't consider this to be a complete condition, she can be able to continue to eat truma. No. Basko and Yisroel also low sochal true In both cases, because it's not completely Mekudeshes to, uh, to the second fellow, if he were a Kohen, it's not enough to allow her to eat truma. But we cannot consider it not Mekudeshes to allow her, if she's the daughter of a Kohen, to con- eat, continue eating the truma of her father. Now, is it a suffix? What exactly the mechanics are? Again, this will be dealt with in the Mishnah. So we have, in the Gemara, so we have three scenarios over the first two. Case number one, you said to Shliach, marry her for me. And the Shliach decided he married her for himself. She's Mekudeshes completely to the second guy, and she would be able to eat truma if the second guy was a Kohen. Case number two was, the first guy said, marry me. He didn't say from today. He said, it will only start after 30 days. And someone comes in Mekadesh after day 15, completely married to the second guy, Mekudeshes to the second guy, and he's a Kohen, and she's a Basisrael, she's allowed to eat truma. Case number three, he said, marry me from today until the end of 30 days. Some kind of drawn out process, and someone's Mekadesh on day 30. 30, uh, day 15. So both of these Kedushin are considered to be Mekudeshes ve'enem Mekudeshes, which therefore means, A, she cannot eat truma if the second guy was a, uh, was a Kohen, and she does not allow to continue to eat truma from the truma of her father's house if her father was a Kohen. Now, Rashi brings down in the third case, if she wants to marry one of these two, the guy that gave her the get after 15 days, and the guy that gave her the get from today until 30. So if she wants to marry the second guy, the first guy's gonna have to give her a get. If she wants to marry the, second, the, 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 the first guy, the second guy's gonna have to give her a get. And if she wants to marry a third fellow, then both of them are gonna have to give her a get. But otherwise, she would be stuck and not be able to get married. Let's continue with the Gemara. Ha'omer lechaveiro, say the Kadesh. So uh, we said over here that if a person had uh, told his friend, go and be Makadish for me, a, uh, a, 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 a certain woman, and the guy shows up and marries that woman for himself. Satana, the Bryce's version of this halacha, adds a little bit more than our Mishnah. And the Bryce says, mm-hmm. The Bryce says, yes, what's done is done. The, 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 the second fellow's kedushin is binding. But you should know that this is morally reprehensive. This is minag ramos, you acted like a ramai, you have done something that is completely underhanded. Somebody sends you to marry a woman for yourself, for, for her, uh, for, for him, and you marry her yourself. The Mishnah, the, the Brisa titles uh, uh, the, the, uh, that act as an act of ramos. So now the Gemara wants to know, what about our Tana? The Tana never mentioned that explicitly, that you are a Ramai. But the Gemara points out that there is an, a superfluous word in our Mishnah that indicates that the Tana of our Mishnah also views that as reprehensible, as an act of Ramos. How do we see this? Tana Ida, but Tana Didan, our Tana as well. If you take a look at the Mishnah, let's go back to that first case of the Mishnah. Let's say the Kaddish Isha Plonis, right? Now, this is Vahalach the Kitchalatzmo. Right? That word Vahalach is redundant. You could have just said the Kitchalatzmo. He married her to him for himself. Why not say Vahalach? 
So that one says that Tana is indicating something with it. The Tana of our Mishnah is indicating with that extra word Vahalach. What does it mean? Halach nami diktani halach baramah. It means he went. He went and he did something underhandedly. That's why it puts that extra word in to tell me that he now has gone with a with an intention of Ramos. He's done something that is considered to be underhanded. So even though the Tanav our Mishnah, as Mishnayas often do, are more uh, concise and don't have as much wording, but with one word, the Tanav Mishnah indicates that he agrees with the Tanav Abraisa, that you've done something that is morally reprehensible, that you, Halach, you went and did something you shouldn't have done. You acted in a way of Ramos, as the Braisa says explicitly. Okay. Now, the Gemara points out a, uh, a, a question as to how the wording of our Mishnah is being written vis-a-vis a Mishnah that we had earlier. What did we learn earlier in the Masechta? We learned in, in the second parak in Ishma Kadesh, right, on, on Daf uh, Nun. We had a case there that you sent, it says you sent an agent, and you said, Makadesh, a woman for me, in, uh, in the city of Los Angeles. And this agent went, and found her in Valley Village, and it's Makadish in Valley Village, said, ain't a Why? Because that's a violation of the agency. You said specifically, you want that condition to take place. Uh, I'm sorry, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a condition over there, it was a get, right? What was the case over there? Um, was, it, was it a get? Uh, no, no, it was a, it was a condition. And you were Kaddisha in a different place. So he said that you have violated the agency. The agency that specifically was in place A. And the Mara gave a reason because in place A he's got more friends and, if it's, and somebody challenges the integrity, the integrity of, it, of uh, that, that his integrity, some people will def- defend him. But nevertheless, that if the agent went deviated from the original uh, agency, it's considered to be a, the Kedushin is null, null and void. Now, Umara wants to know why in our Mishnah, when it talks about when well, you sent someone, it said, Ha'omer lechaveiro, you said to your friend, like you told your friend, listen, you know, go ahead and do this for me. And there, the instruction in the second parak was, you told a shliach. At the end of the day, both of these people are appointed to do something on your behalf. So why is it couched in our Mishnah as HaOmer Lechaveiro, whereas in the second parak on, on, uh, on Dafnun, it's couched as HaOmer uh, Lishlucho, you said to your agent. That's the question that one wants to know. So let's see, Tapam Nun Tesmadalov. HaOmer, what's the difference that over there in the second parak, Diktani HaOmer Lishlucho, Right, and here we said ha'omer So what it says is that each case the Tana's telling me a bigger chiddush. Now let's go through what the svaras are. So what it says like this: over here there's a bigger chiddush using the expression ha'omer lechaveiro. But over there in the second parak, using the expression ha'omer lishlucho. What's the what's the each time the bigger chiddush? So in the case, in the third parak, it's a bigger chiddush to say that it's your friend. Because shlucho is mashma, a much more official, you're making an official uh, uh, appointment. Both cases work. 
Right? One is you're letting your friend know, and the other one is that you're appointing an agent. But oh, uh, that if it would have said, okay, you appointed an agent, what do I have thought? I would have thought as follows. That, uh, uh, that, that in our case, right, we said that the time of our Mishnah agrees with the Brisa that you've done something reprehensible. You have done something that is underhanded. Now, you might have thought as follows. If you appoint an agent, I'm appointing an agent, official appointment, two witnesses, you're appointing my agent, my agent, I'm making my shliach. So in such a case, if the agent goes and decides, oh, you know what, I'm going to Makadashur for myself, you could say that's where the person is considered to be a Ramai. But let's say in passing, you know your buddy happens to be going to a certain place and you say, listen, if you get a chance, there's a woman there, Makadasha for me. So there you might say, since it wasn't something that was done like an official agency, in the back of your mind, you say, listen, I don't, this guy probably is not gonna do it. If he does it, it wasn't something that you were certain was going to end up happening. And therefore, if the guy ends up doing it for himself, you might think it's not as much as of an affront and we wouldn't consider the person to have done something wrong and done something around because you didn't really want some of that would happen anyway. Kamash Malan, that even if it's only a home of it's not an official appointment, but he still, if he went and did that, that is still considered to be a Ramai. The Shlia, the, 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 your friend is considered to have done something completely underhanded. So the Chiddush over here is it's underhanded. It's still Halach Baramos. It's still considered to have done something wrong, even if it was an official appointment. That's the novelty of using over here HaOmel Chaveiro instead of HaOmel Shlucho. So Hava Amina Shlucho to have a Ramai. If it would have said Shlucho, I would have thought an agent is considered to be a Ramai. Right? The Samchadai, because you appoint a person, you've made it clear, you're, in your mind, it's going to happen. And then it comes back, he did it for himself. That's where you have a situation of Ramos. Savar Avalish Lechuzi, because your intent was make, by making an official agent that he's going to do it. Aval Chaveira, but in passing, you just happen to mention to your friend, if he does it, wonderful, he doesn't do it, so you don't really think 100% it's going to end up happening. So, in such a case, if your friend does it for himself, he didn't make it an official appointment, therefore I decided to make myself, maybe it's not considered to be an act of Ramos, Kamash Malan, that is considered to be a Ramai. That's why it's a big chiddush over here to say Omel Chaveiro. What about before, where you send a person to go to place A, and he goes to place B, and it's Eidem Kudeshes? So why over there is it a big chiddush to say Omel Shlucho, and it doesn't just say like over here say Omel Chaveiro? So Hasam Ravuza Kamash Malan, because over there is also a big chiddush. He would have just said, You know your friend's going to place A. And you say, Hey, if you find her in place A, the Kaddisha for me in place A. So there you would say, Yes, because in your mind, there's no way the person's going to be Makadasha in place B. Because you're not even officially appointing him as an agent. You happen to be going to the city, be Makadasha for me. You don't have, you don't feel in your mind, you have to say, But don't be Kaddisha in place B, because you don't have any thought, why would this person go out of the way for you? It wasn't even an official appointment. So you might have thought that in that case, if he goes to place B, it's A and Mekudeshes, because you had no half a minute that he's going to go to place B. But if you appoint an agent, and you say, do this for me, and he accepts, 
that you have to take into, you might have thought that you have to take into account the fact that you're making this an official agency, he's going to do whatever he can to fulfill his agency. And if he can't find it in place A, there's a good chance he might go to place B. So maybe in such a case that if you don't want it to work in place B, maybe you have to speak it out. Kamash Malan, no. That even in an official agency, if you only mention place A, and this guy decides on his own to go to place B, it still is Adama Kadeshis. And that's why the big Kiddush over there is saying and not necessarily just so they were like this. So therefore, the chikit shabemakom achar it's enim akadeshes. If you just said chaveiro, the savadlor tarach, because you didn't, you didn't, it wasn't an official agency. You didn't figure the guy's going to schlep to place B. You didn't have to speak out. Don't go to place B. About shlucha, when you make someone an official agent, he now is going to do everything he can to fulfill his agency. The tarach, so he might go out of his way and go to place B. So So you might have to think into your, uh, and we have to take into account that maybe the fact he didn't say don't go to place B, maybe you're just directing him. That's where you can find her. Like we had that story before, but if he goes to place B, maybe, maybe it would still be Mekudeshes. Kamash Malan, no. We don't say Maramakamlo, that he's just indicating where she might be found, but your Makbid, that's where you want it to happen, and not in place B. So even in the case of Shlucho, it's Eina Mekudeshes. The Mora brings down over here, Ravin Chasida Ozel Kedushla Idusa So Ravin was going to Makadesh a certain woman for his son. His son, I guess, had indicated to him that he wants to, uh, even though he said normally a son doesn't make a father a shliach, but I guess the son said that I would like to marry this particular woman, and the father said, I, and I will do it for you. And he goes and he wants to be Makadesh, this uh, woman, for his son, for Rabin uh, Chasida's son. And he gets there, Kitshalanavshe. Rabin Chasida ends up marrying her himself. Now he's Hasida, right? He's supposed to be a Hasid. The more question is that, well, this, this seems to be, we said before, it's reprehensible. It's an act of Ramos. We said that this is an act of uh, uh, being a Ramai. How could Rab, uh, Rabin Hasida engage in such an activity? So what it says like this, is what happened was he did want to marry off to his son. When he got there, they said, no, we don't want your son. Lo So therefore, he, they, they didn't want to marry off his son. So it wasn't like he grabbed her away from his son because they didn't want him to make his son. So what it says still, because of the visuals over here, he should have first gone back to the son before he decides to marry her himself, he should have gone back to the son and told the son, listen, I tried to make her to you. She did not accept. I'm going to be make her myself. He should have told the son that. So why did he not do that? So the reason he did not do that because he fought, felt that if he goes back to his son, what might end up happening? In the interim, she might accept Kiddushin from a different person. So therefore, so even though Iboilei Duya should have gone to know of his son, but Savar, he thought at Hakvah, in the meantime, somebody else is going to show up, and Mekad Shalom, and Mekad Shalom, and I would lose her. Therefore, he did not notify his son. Rabba Bar Chana, so Rav Rachana gave money to uh, Rav Amar Aro. There's a certain property I want you to go and purchase on my behalf. Rav Moshe has a tshuva that uh, case is a guy hired a realtor and said I want you to purchase this piece of property on my behalf and the realtor went and ended up purchasing it for himself. Mamish this case, right? And it's all question. I think if I'm not mistaken, isn't there legal rules 
about a person who's a realtor, he has to do something specific on behalf of the person that hires him. I don't know what the, there are some, you know, you, you, whatever it is. But anyway, that's what happened over here. Azal Zavlan and Avshay, that the realtor over here, Rabba, ended up purchasing the proper, uh, Rab, instead of purchasing it for Rabba Barbachana, ended up buying it for himself. Frag the Gemara, the Chora, this is no different than the Bryce's case of when you suppose Makadosh and Isha for, your, for the person who sent you and you Makadosh for yourself, that you're considered to be a Rama. It's an act of being a Rama. How could Rav engage in such activity? Says Muratanya, Masha Osa Osui, Elishanagba, Minagramos, but you acted in a way uh, that, that is considered to be a Rama. It's more as Baga Dali Mahave. That what happened was that this valley was a valley of violent people. These were ruffians, tough guys. And they were very mockbed, you know, there goes the neighborhood. They were very mockbed that the people that move in here, we have to vet out to the people that move into our neighborhood. Not everybody will let move into our neighborhood. What's that? The HOA. They were HOA, right. So therefore, they turned down the request that Rabbi Barbachana should live among them. But Rab was considered to be Choshev in their eyes. They said, no, 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 we don't want him. We'll take people like you. So Rab says, listen, they don't want him, they want me. They, they would agree to me. So then I might, I don't want to lose the sale. I'll do it myself. Is that the case? And so therefore, uh, so therefore, Rav Nahagi Bekovet. To Rav, they respected and they would accept him to move into their area. But Rav Rachana, Lenagi Bekovet, they did not accept, did not respect Rav Rachana, and they would not have taken. Whereas is the same thing. In order that it should not any, the visuals should look okay. Go back to Rav Barbachana and notify him what happened instead of it looking like you pulled this from underneath him. So Savat Hachi Vahachi also Irish Achrina Vizavinlo. He Rab was concerned that this was a great deal. Right? It was uh, it was under market and, and yet if he would not take it himself, somebody else would have purchased it, and that's why he went and did it. The Gemara brings down a following story. Rav Gidal have a Bahi Ara. This is such practical Shaila still today. What happens is like this. Rav Gidl was looking into a certain property. He was, uh, uh, he was investigating. He was discussing with the realtor, you know, what is it? You know, he says, and he made it clear that this is some a property that he was interested in. Azul Rabbi Abba and Zavna. Rabbi Abba came and purchased it for himself, right? Now, even though there had been no formal agreement that this should belong to Rav Gidl, but Rav Gidl had been showing interest in the property, and Rav Abba came and took it away from him. So Azar Rav Gidl and Kable the Rav Zera. So Rav Gidl made a formal complaint. He brought a formal complaint to Rav Zera about the actions of Rabbi Abba. So Azul of Zayra, Zayra did not feel that he could give an answer to it. So he went and Kabla and he, uh, what's the word, to a complaint? You uh, issue a complaint? He, what's the expression when you bring a complaint to the courts? You know, he went, what's he, he went and he brought this complaint to the courts of Rabbi Yitzhak Navcha. So Rabbi Yitzhak Navcha said like this, listen, I don't think what was done here was appropriate. And therefore, it happens to be Rav Gidl doesn't live in the area. But Amalei Hamten Achiyal, it's laying in the regal. He's going to come up to Eretz Yisrael or Tzro, wherever it was, and he's going to come to us for the Yarchakala. They had they used to have the Shurim around around the time of the Aliyah Laregel. He's going to come, 
And at that time, we will bring the manna to him and discuss with him why he did this. Kisalik, uh, uh, when he came, so Ashkechei, so he found the Rav Yitzchak Nafcha and he's based in, and they started schmoozing with him. And they said, Amar Leis, Rav Yitzchak Nafcha asked Rav Gidol, Ani Mahapa Becharoro. That let's say there is a situation where a person is an Ani, okay? And there is a certain cookie, all right? That he is, that is, is, is lying over there in Hefker. And this Ani has his eyes on this cookie. And he's about to go over and pick it up. Now, even though he hasn't made a formal Kenyan on it, it's clear that he has his eyes set on it. And someone else comes and swoops it away from him before the Ani can pick it up. What would you say the halacha is? Mine. So Amalei, Nikra Rosha. That fellow is considered to be a Rosha. Why? Even though the Ani had not yet been coned, but if you see that someone has his eyes on something, Right? And it's not something that can be replaced. It's Hefker. You can't say, well, go get another one. There is no other one. This is the one. So therefore, he says, that guy is considered to be a Russia. You're taking away from this person's Parnassah. You're taking away from this person. So Lechora, so, 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 so then Rav Yitzchanah followed up. He says, there was this great deal that was on the market that Rav Gidol, that, that, that uh, what's his name, that uh, uh, Rabbi Abba, that Rav Gidl wanted, Rav Gidl wanted, and you, Rav Abba, I might have messed up the names, but Rav Abba, you went and you purchased this and took it from right under the nose of Rav Gidl. So in certain sense, so in certain sense, he's like the Oni Amahapach B'Charoro, because this is not something he can replace. It's like the, 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 the cookie from Hefker. So therefore, Elamar, my time, Avad Haki, so why did you Go ahead and do this. Why did you, Rav Gidl, take it away from Rabbi Abba? So Amalilohaviyadana says, I had no idea that Rabbi Abba had his eyes on that property. If I knew that he had his sights on that property, I wouldn't have been, I would not have made the offer. So Hashtanaminisvinahale. So Rav said, Well, it's not, you know, that's not all bad. We can correct the situation. Give him back the property. So as I said, give it back to him. So now, there was some type of concept back then, it's very, I know people today that are still not clean, that the first property you ever purchase is considered to be bad luck to sell. So he said, I don't want to sell it to him because this is the first pro- property I ever purchased. But you know what? I'll give it him as a gift. I don't want to have done anything that's wrong. I'll give it to him as a gift. So I'm I'm not going to sell it to him because the Arakamai said, because that's my first property. But there I belong is Samna It's not good mazel for me to sell my first property. But Ibai Matana, but if you want it as a gift, Nishkale. Where says Rav Rav Gidol would now refuse to use the property. He didn't want the gift. He said, listen, Shlomo Mel says that don't accept gifts. Because that, uh, you, you want to have long life, don't accept gifts. I don't want to take the gift. Rabbi Abba didn't want to use the property. Because this was a, a property that had been uh, investigated and Rav Gidl had had his sights on it and therefore it would be wrong for me to use it because it really should have gone for him to purchase. So neither one were using the property. So what happened? So therefore, the, 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 the Rabbonon, the Chachamim, the Bnei Yeshiva, basically, I guess, got permission, permission from either one, and they would go in and use it. 
They ended up using it because neither one of these rabbis wanted to use it. So lo mar nachis lo mar nachis lo miskaria ara de rabbonon, and there was called the land of the rabbis. Right, he says called the rabbis because it was hefker the talmidim that it was hefker for the students to use, and that's how it was used. Neither one wanted to be involved in something that would create machlokes, and therefore they they did not use it. Okay, let's go weiter. So the case over here was that if a person says to a woman, right, marry me, he gives her the item of value, he gives her the ring, he gives her the pruta, day one, but he says, but this is not going to be a kedushin until day 30. So there's a time lapse over here. And day 15, somebody else shows up and is Makadashur. So we said the halach is the second guy is Mekudesha, she's Mekudesha the second guy, and not the first guy, because the first guy's condition only starts on day 30, and therefore this guy got in before him, so the second guy is Mekudesha, she's Mekudesha the second guy, not the first guy. So the one that says like this, So the case over here was that let's say there was no second guy, all right? So let's say, let's just make it a, 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 a case where he gave her money, day one, right? He gave her uh, uh, 50 bucks and says, this money should go for the Kedushin, that'll happen on day 30. And, uh, and, and, and she accepted it, right? Now what happens is, comes day 29, and she gets cold feet. And she therefore says, you know what? I don't want to be, right? He says, so therefore like this. Let's read. Lo ba'achar v'kitcha v'sach shloshim yamahu. Right? Lo ba'achar. Lo ba'achar v'kitcha v'sach shloshim. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm jumping the cases. The case over here wasn't that she retracted. The case was over here is nobody showed up to, there's no second guy, all right? Now, what happens? We're going to see what happens if she even, let's say she spent the 50 bucks. Right, so she doesn't have that she money. She doesn't have that money by day 30, all right? She went out and she partied, uh, she, that's my, for my Kedushin. Comes day 30, that money doesn't exist. So, So, mean, the question over here is, I understand if a second guy comes from Kaddish day 15, that the second guy is married. But the question is, is that because you cannot create time lapse? in the Kedushin, or maybe you could, but the Shemakodesh is because day 15 comes before day 30. Someone says, no, that it's because day 15 comes before day 30, because if there was no one who showed up on day 15, Shemakodesh is the guy on day 30, even if the money that was given on day one no longer exists. Even if the money no longer exists. Now, this needs to be clarified. Nothing one's going to explain. The Chorah, I understand that you could say you can create a time lapse in the Kedushin if it only starts at, at really on day 30, you gave the money on day one, but on day 30 now the money is there for her to be Mekodesh's with. But if the money is not there on day 30, Mekodesh's, because she spent it already, so how could it be considered Mekodesh's? Someone says, no. The way we view it is that the, even though it was given on day one, but it was given for the sake of Kedushin. That's going to be the critical point here. It was given for the sake of Kedushin, which means it's hers on condition that there's a Kedushin. That's what it's there for. And therefore, even if she spends it, it is hers to spend on condition that what? That there'll be a Kedushin. So if there's a Kedushin, it's considered to be Mekudeshes. 
to my time, Mahani Zuzi, and the one is going to say that this money is, there's two previous cases that we had that we're going to compare and show why this is different than both those cases. We had a case like this, is that a woman, woman let's say a man lent a woman 50 bucks. He lends her 50 bucks, and it's getting close to the due date, and he says, you know what, this is a fine woman, I'd like to Makadish this woman. So he goes over to her on the due, the, the, the due date, the money is due, and he says, you know what, Harev Mekudeshes Lee, don't pay me back the $50. So there we say, it's Eina Mekudeshes. Now the reason why over there that that's no good, where over here it still could be good, because over there, when the money was given to her originally, it wasn't given under the guise of Kedushin. And immediately as you gave it, it became her money. Now when you turn, come back and you say, I want to Makadish you, when the loan is due, you're being Makadish her with something that is no longer your money. You're trying to be Makadish. Yes, she owes you, but the money you gave wasn't given the same condition. So you can't be Makadish with that money because as soon as you gave that money, it became her money and you're trying to Makadish her with her money. So you cannot be Makadish with a loan. So this is not considered the same thing because over here, even though she spent it, but at the time it was given, what was the purpose it was given? It was given the same condition. And even if she spent it, she spent it in the same condition. It is considered to be, it is considered to be Makudesha. So that's better than a case of Milva. There was a second case that we had that was not good. Let's say it wasn't a loan. Let's say that the money was given as a Pekodon, or the item was given as a Pekodon. I mean, you told the woman and you said, listen, watch this for me. I'm going out of town. I want you lock it up and watch it for me. Okay? And what happened is thieves broke in and stole it. Right? So we said over there, the guy comes now and he says, you know what? Be Mekudeshes to me with the item. So we said, one second. If the item is there, or there's at least a pruta left of the item, then you could be Mekanashur with it because it's your item that now you're saying will become her item, it works. But if there's nothing left of the item, of that Pekadon, you cannot be Mekadashur with it. Now again, our case, it might seem similar. Here we have nothing left of it. So why over here is it Mekudeshes, but over there it's not? Because over there when you gave it, you gave it for the sake of a Pekadon. You didn't give it for the sake of Kedushin. So that act of giving was giving her something that still remained yours. It wasn't giving her something that became hers. And if there's nothing left at the end that can now become hers, it'd be Anna Mekudeshes. Whereas over here, when you gave it to her, you gave it to become hers for the sake of Kedushin, so therefore over here it's Mekodesh's. This is better than the case of Milva, and it's better than the case of the Kodron where nothing was left. Someone says, uh, the, it says uh, like this, it's not comparable to the case of a Milva, it's not compared to the case of a Vikodon. It's not like the case of the Kodron, because in the case of the Kodron, when you gave it to her to watch, if it got stolen or lost, Who's, uh, under whose domain, who was the owner of it that when it was consumed, when it, de- when it was depleted from the world? If it's a picardon, right? That it was your item that now lo- no longer exists. So it wasn't that it was considered like an accrued to her bank account when she used it. No, because it was yours, it was not hers, it was still a picardon. So you can't go back now and say, I want to makadish you with it because there's nothing there for you to be makadish with. If there's nothing there for you to makadish with, you're not giving her anything. 
In this case, though, when it's consumed, yes, you gave it to a Lashem Kedushin for it to use. It was Lashem Kedushin, and she couldn't. She used it as being hers, Lashem Kedushin. So you have accrued something to her bank account. You gave her something to use under the guise of Kedushin. So that is what Kesem Kedushin is supposed to be used for, to be used. So then you can count that Lashem Kedushin. So therefore, but here is the honey the dog comes it's used as it's, it's, it's her thing she's using, Lashem Kedushin. I, what about Milva? When you give Milva, it is giving it for her to use. So why is this different in the case of Milva? But Milva, because Milva, because by Milva, again, at the moment you gave it to her, it wasn't for the sake of Kedushin, and at that point, it's there to be spent unrestrictedly whatever she wants to. So when she goes ahead and she spends this unrestricted money, whatever she wants, you can't go back ahead and say, okay, now I want to use it for Shem Kedushin. Because at that point where you want to go ahead and say, well, I want my money to become yours, it's no longer your money. Why is it no longer your money? Because once it was given to her under the guise of Milva, it became her money. So it's like, you're going to have to show with something that's already hers. That can't work. So therefore, honey, but Torah's Kedushin, you have in the so therefore, in the case of Mills, let's so therefore you makadashur with, with a milva, which doesn't work. But here you makadashur with something that was given for the sake of Kedushin, for something given for the sake of a Kedushin, you could be makadashur with, because that's what happens for the sake of Kedushin. You're giving something for her to spend for the purpose of Kedushin. That is something you can makadashur with. Okay. So that's basically the explanation of why it works. It works even if there's nothing left on day 30, it could still work. Now the Gemara has the following question. What happens, comes day 29, and now she gets cold feet. Now she acquiesced, she accepted the money on day one. She says, listen, I'll give back the money. I, I, I've decided right now, I can't go through with this. Now there's no question, right? Let's say day 30 had come, and on day 31, she says, I, I, I don't want this. What's the halacha? He gave her the money for a 30-day time delay, and when, up, on day 30, it'll be Mekudashis. Day 31, she says, take your money back, I don't want it. It doesn't work. She's fully Mekudashis. Here, she's trying to do it under the gun. She's now, it's day 29, it's not day 30 yet, and she wants to back out. But she already agreed on day one. What should be the halacha? So here we have a big machlokas. So therefore, like this. <coughs> so, love ba'acher and no one showed up on day 15, but v'chazrabo, but she wants to retract Mahu, what is the halacha? So Rabbi Yochanan Amar Chazeres. So Rabbi Yochanan says, why can't she retract? Yes, she did agree, but she's overriding that. She's now saying, I don't agree anymore, and the condition hasn't gone through. So why, what stops her from retracting? Right? Osi Vatel Dibur. Her first Dibur, when she said, I do, is now nullified by the second Dibur that says, I don't. And, it's, and, and, and she's able to nullify it because the condition has not yet taken place. Reish Lakish Amar Eina Chazeres, because let us a Dibur Mavatal Dibur. Reish Lakish says, no, 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 you can't do that, because once she agreed and she says, I do, she cannot use another Dibur. A second Dibur is not strong enough to wipe out the first Dibur. And therefore, uh, you cannot say, Ain Dibur Mavatal Dibur. The second Dibur cannot wipe out the first Dibur. So at this point, the Machlokas just seems to be a straight up Machlokas. If you already gave Dibur A, can you come around and Later, be mevatelot with dibur b. That seems to be the machlokus over here. So, a sevei Rabbi Yochanan Lishlokish. Rabbi Yochanan asked Lishlokish the following question. All right. Now, this is a uh, a, a, a case that uh, 
we had before a similar case. Where was this? This was in the case concerning Truma. Where was this? Where was it again? Memnun Samach. Trumos. It's a Mishnah in Trumos. What does the Mishnah say in Trumos? It says as follows. You sent an agent to take Truma on your behalf. All right? So you sent an agent to take Truma on behalf, and then you change your mind. And you said, no, no, no. I don't want you to take the Truma. I would rather do it myself. I don't want you to take the Truma. All right? So now the Chorah should be the same thing. Your initial Dibur was take the truma. Then you're retracting from your initial truma. So what's the halacha over there? So, if he nullified, he canceled his original uh, acquiescence, his original instructions, if that cancellation took place before the agent was able to take the truma, right? So, it's considered nullified. But... And therefore, if the agent goes through and does it anyway, that agent's truma would not be considered truma because it was nullified by the owner. Now, what's the kasha? Says the more like this. According to Rabbi Yechon, it's good because your second dibur nullifies the first dibur. But according to Reish Lakish, that he said dibur is not mevatel dibur, so how can the second dibur mevatel the first dibur? The first dibur should still stand, and the fact that you're saying, I want to nullify it, should not work, and the truma should still be good truma that's taken by the agents. So, Frank, the the dibur, dibur, we're talking about two acts of dibur, the kaasi dibur, mevatel dibur, and you see that the second dibur is being mevatel, the first dibur, not like Reish Lakish, the supports of Yechanan, says the one like this, is the one now tweaks it. The one says, you're right. If it's straight up apples to apples, one dibur against another dibur, like in the case of the truma, yes, I want you to do it. No, I don't want you to do it. In such a case, even Reish Lakish agrees to Rabbi Yochanan that a second dibur can block, can under, undermine the first dibur. I'm not disagreeing with you. However, why doesn't it work in our case of Kedushin? In the case of Kedushin, when the woman said, I do, it wasn't just, the, she said, I do. The man gave her money at that time. Now, even though it's true, even though it's true, it wasn't considered to be Mekudeshis until when? Until day 30. But there was an action involved in her acquiescence. That is considered to be a bolstered dibur. That's a dibur with like a partial maisa, with some action associated with it. So that, that's what Reish Lakish holds. That when you make a dibur that is bolstered by some type of action, then a dibur at the end to say, no, I don't, cannot undermine the first dibur we said I do. Because that first dibur involved an activity, an action that was supporting the dibur. That's where, now in the case of truma, there was no activity or action involved in either dibur. So when there's a second dibur, come about the first dibur. But Vishlokish holds when it's a second dibur, trying to evoke the dibur where the first dibur had an action associated with it, that's what Reish Lakish holds. You cannot be mevato. So the Moses says, Shani Mos, Liyad Isha. That is different where you give the money, where the money has been given to the, even though it's day one, it's not the full Kedushin. The Kedushin only takes place on day 30, but it's still, right? The Chi Maisa Dami, that makes that Dibur considered like a Maisa. Below, I said, Dibur is not strong enough to mevato an action.
Okay, so Reish Lakish has defended himself. But at this point, we're saying the position of Reish Lakish is that you're right, a Dibur against a Dibur could be Mavatal. But a Dibur where there's a, uh, some type of action associated cannot be Mavatal. Now, Rabbi Yochanan obviously holds that I don't consider this to be a Miser because the fact he took the money now is immaterial because the Kedushin's only Chal on day 30. It's not Chal on day one, so your action wasn't really, he does not consider that to be a real action. Now, let's keep going. Hasholech get le'ishto. Person sent an agent. Go and be Megarish, my wife, with this get. And then what happens is, is that he encountered the shliach. And when he encountered the shliach, he's thinking to himself, he had some time to think. He says, you know, maybe I'm making a mistake over here. I don't really want to divorce my wife. Or he changed his mind and he sent another agent to go and nullify the, the, the get. Don't give this get, I don't want you to give this get to my, uh, to my wife. Okay, we understand right now, he's the, so therefore, it's, it, Rabbi Yochanan is saying over here is, right, so therefore, Amarlo, what did he say, let's just finish the case, Amarlo, get you nasati l'cha bottle. That the, the simple translation of here, he's nullifying the, the get, right? So now, Hareze bottle says, or Bitel, says the, 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 the Gemara, that what's the, 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 the Bryce says over there, that that Tanka is sufficient, that the get cannot be given by the Shliach over here. Now, Lechora, right, what, what's Rabbi Yochanan's Kasha on Resh Lokish? You see over here is that even though the first acquiescence, go give the get, was associated with a partial action. What action was it involved in? Because he doesn't just tell the man, go give the get. He gives the shliach a get, and still, and his second debor, where he says, don't give the get, is still strong enough to override the first acquiescence, the, the, the first instruction, even though it did involve a partial action. It's not an action that, can come, that is, the, is the actual act of the get, but there is an action involved. So therefore, what Rabbi Yochan is asking Shlok is, you see, even when there's a partial action involved, it's still a second bitl, a dibur kamevato, the first dibur. So this is a kasha that Rabbi Yochan is asking on Rish Lokish. The giving of the get to the hand of the shliach. Should be comparable to giving the money to the isha when it's not a full kedusha yet. The kedusha only takes place on day 30, and yet you see... Uh, that the second Dibur is Mavatu, the first Dibur. So this seems to be a very strong question on Reish Lakish. Says Reish Lakish like this. Let's analyze the two actions for a moment. In the case of the Isha, right, when you give money to an Isha, even if there's a time lapse, right, and you say this doesn't, this is not constitute the condition on day one, but it will constitute the act of Kedushan on day 30, right? That action is the action of Kedushan that we're going to be relying on. That act is the act of Kedushan, giving that money. Might not be that we can rely on it on day one, but you will be relying on it on day 30. When a man gives a get to a shliach, right? That's never going to be considered the act of Gittin. What is the act of get? When the woman gets, when the, woman gets the piece of paper. So says Reish Lakish, you're not asking a good question on me. When do I say that a partial action bolsters the Dibur and does not allow the second Dibur to wipe out the first Dibur, which makes it the Isha cannot retract once she said, I do. She cannot go ahead and date Timmy and I and say, I don't. Is because she did, there was an action, that that action was a significant action because that action will be the Kedushin that we're going to rely on on day 30. 
But for a man to say, but you want to compare when the man says to a shliach, I take the get, magarish ma'isha, and then he changes his mind, how could it change? Either it was an action, because the action involved, though, there's not going to be the action that is going to be cons- consummating the, the get. The get is going to have to be the act of giving it to the isha, which has not happened yet. So that's just a straight up dibur against the dibur. I don't view that as a dibur and a ma'isa against the dibur. That's why over there you can retract. So it's not a, it's apples and oranges, says Rachel Lokish. Okay. So, there we're going to say, so, so therefore, like this. So he says, Hasam Nami. The there too, says Rachel Lokish. If this piece of paper has not reached her hand, then what? So then, Dibur, Dibur, I don't view that as a Dibur and a Misa against the Dibur. It's a Dibur and a Dibur, because that action of giving the Shliach a get is not a Misa at all towards the Gittin. The act of Gittin is when she gets the paper, whereas in the case of the Kesav Kedushin, that's not true. That act of giving money, that will be the Kedushin. That's considered a Misa that bolsters the Dibur. Okay. So therefore... So that is by the get, it's Dibur of Dibur, Huvasi Dibur, Vatul Dibur. Fine. Now let's go the other way. The shoe's on the other foot now. Reish Lakish is going to ask a question on Rabbi Yochanan. Now, in order to understand this, I have to give a, a, a number of, 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 of principles concerning the laws of Tum and Tahar of Kalim. And we're going to learn this like the Ritva, because it's just a, a, the comparisons also seem to be a difficult comparison. But if we preface the right, the right understanding, it'll make sense. Number one, if a person is making a kli and he's not yet finished the kli, that kli is not susceptible to kabbal tumah. So therefore, if a dead sheretz touches it, no harm, no foul. There is, does not become tumah. When you complete the kli, the completion of a kli makes it susceptible to kabbal tumah. And then at that point, it's susceptible to kabbal tumah. And not only that, that and, and if it becomes Tomei, right. Now, something that has become completed as a Kli, the only way that it can lose its susceptibility, or even more, that if it became Tomei, is if you do an act that damages it. You, you, take, you break it. You do some kind of, when you break it, it's no longer susceptible to Kabul Tumor, or, or, or the Tumor will fall away. Now you have certain situations. Let's, let's just go with the example that I think makes uh, fits. Let's say a person wants to make a stool. Now a stool does not have a back. If you add the back to the stool, then we don't call it a stool. Then we call it a chair. All right? So now what happens over here, so you can have a situation where something can be completed, but then you can change your mind and you can say, you know what? I want to continue building this thing and I want to turn it into a chair. Now, regardless of the laws of susceptibility or of the tumor or being makabal tumor, there's going to be a few halachas that have to be taken into account. So let's go with the following. Let's say you wanted to build a chair. You completed the chair. Okay? You completed, we're going to see either, like there's maybe there's an act of, of smoothing the top, some kind of physical act to complete the chair, or in your mind, you completed the chair, right? And at that point, it becomes susceptible, lakabal tumah. Or even worse, let's say it actually was makabal tumah. Now you changed your mind and said, you know what? I can make this into a chair. This is a stool. I can make it in a chair. We're going to see that your ch- change of mind, your machshava, to change it into a chair, is not going to act, it's not going to have any impact on what the 
uh, the stool is at this point. Either the stool is at, already becomes susceptible to Kabbal Tumah, or the stool is actually did become Tommy. In order to lose the susceptibility of Gabatuma, you would actually have to start attaching something physical to show that I'm making a change in it. That would change its status. And Rashi brings down, and if it actually became Tommy, you would have to break it. You would have to do something, pull out one of the legs or whatever, in order for it to lose its state of Tumah. So that's the, that, that's the aloha. Now, what about the other way? Let's say you wanted to make a chair. Okay. And you start making the chair and you haven't put the back yet. And you say, ooh, this could be a good stool. Why do I need to continue making this a chair? In that case, your machshava alone, your thought alone is enough to create a susceptibility and if at this point it touches a sheret, it would be. Because once you've, in your mind, said, I want this to be a stool, it changes from your original thought that you wanted it to become a sheret. Sure. Sure. You, right. you being the, uh, the craftsman, the right? The owner, the owner of the item. Now, in order for this to make any sense whatsoever, you have to accept the following premise. What is speech? Speech is just an articulation of thought. Hopefully, most, in most people it's not. But, in most, right, but really what speech is, is that what I'm thinking, I'm articulating. Right? So therefore, what the Gemara, in order for this to make any sense, what Reish Lakish is, is, is asking, is that when it talks about machshava, machshava, the koach of machshava should be equated with the, with, 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 with the, uh, with the act of speaking. Because speaking is just articulation of thought, so therefore machshava and dibur have the same level of impact and capacity. That is what the understanding has to be in order to understand Reish Lachish's question on Rabbi Yochanan. So let's see this inside. So when it says as follows, Eisibay Reish Lachish Rabbi Yochanan, kol akelim yordim l'day tumason b'machshava. All vessels can descend to being susceptible to Kabbal Tumah or becoming Tomei with Machshava, which means basically, I was going to make a chair, I changed my mind now, and I want to make a uh, stool. Your Machshava to turn into stool is enough for it to become susceptible to Kabbal Tumah. But ain't all in midday to Mosan, Elvashinamaisa. But the other way doesn't work. If you intended to make it into a stool, Right? And now it either became susceptible to Kabbal Tumah because you finished the stool, or it actually came to him. You can't change your mind and say, no, I want it to be a chair. The only way you can change that status is if what? You actually do some type of Shinoi Maisa. The case where it's Tomei, break it a little bit, or in the case where it, it, it's, uh, it, was only in, it was only in status, uh, a royal Kabbal Tumah, you would have to actually physically start building it into a chair to change the status. Right? Now, what is the principle that we see from this? I, I believe it's a Mishnah in Kalim. What is the principle? We see like this. Maisa, an action, de Maisa. One action can break a, a previous action. So if you like did an action, you smoothed out the top of the stool. You did an action to define it as a stool. You can change that with now starting to add the back. An action can override an action. Or if 
You didn't do an action to finish it as a stool. In Machshava alone, you had in mind, I want this to be a stool. An action, continue building it into a chair, can take away from the previous Machshava. However, the other way doesn't work. If you had in mind that Machshava, um, uh, uh, if you had in mind that uh, I want this to be a chair, Right? You had in mind, I'm sorry, the other way around. You had in mind that I want this to be a stool, right? And now you have in mind, I want to make this a chair. So you want that your second machshava should override your first machshava. So machshava emotzi lomide maisa. For sure, if it, you did an action to finish it as a stool, you polished the top, you did some kind of action finishing it as a stool, then for sure you can't have in mind, I want to make it into a chair. And if it wasn't an action, it was only in mind, you said, oh, there's a good-looking stool, why do I have to continue making it into a chair? But you said, you had in mind, originally it was going to be a chair, you can't change it. Right, now let's, fo- let's focus on the question here. Bishloma, I understand, says the Gemara, that your machshava should not be strong enough to stop if there was an action making it into a stool. I can't, but machshava changed my mind. No, I want to make it into a chair. That doesn't work, right? Because it was a dibur, which machshava and mevatl maisa. The dibur or machshava cannot be mevatl maisa. Ella, miyad machshava, mi a topic. But if all you had in mind was in machshava, your mind, you didn't, you didn't do any physical act, but in mind you had to make it into a stool. And now you change your mind in your mind, and now I want to make it into a chair. Why, according to you, Rabbi Yochanan, does the machshava, the second machshava, not mevatel the first machshava, right? Now, the, 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 the question here that the Mephoshim all deal with is that we just got through saying that Rabbi Yochanan, Reish Lakish does not argue with Rabbi Yochanan when it's a, a Dibur against the Dibur. We said he agrees with the Dibur against the Dibur. The only time he argued, like in the case of the Kesev with the Kedushin, where there was a Misa associated with the Dibur. So therefore, this, this should not only be a question of Yochanan, this should also be a question of Reish Lakish himself. So what the Ritzvah, I believe, wants to suggest is that even when you said, I want it to be a stool, you still had that last action. There was still a little bit of an action. Whatever the last action which completed as a stool does, it means that machshava is associated somewhat with a maisa. It's still associated with a maisa. So therefore, so therefore the question is, so uh, why is it over here, says, what is, so what does Reish Lakish say over here? You see that your second machshava cannot override the first machshava because it's associated a little bit with the Maisa. But you, according to you, Rabbi Yochanan, not only can machshava mevatel machshava, machshava, second machshava, can even mevatel first machshava, even where there's a little bit of a Maisa associated. So why over here does it not? I first want to make it into a stool. Now I want to make it into a chair. Why, why do I have to do any type of action? My second machshava is mevatel, my first machshava, even if the first machshava has somewhat of a Maisa associated with it. So what it says like this. So therefore, miyad machshava, miyad topic. So let the second machshava wipe out the first machshava. Says the world like this: When it comes to the laws of tumah and tahara, you, you you can't ask a question. We're going to show that a machshava is considered to be by tumah like a ma'isa. A machshava has the effects of a ma'isa. So therefore, Rabbi Yochanan will agree that he will say is that even though machshava can normally wipe out a machshava, but if that first machshava is something that makes it susceptible to kabbal tumah, the Torah considers that like a ma'isa, and that's why the second machshava cannot wipe out the first one. Let's see it inside. Shani machshava de tumah. 
that it's different. Machshava of Tumei is different. Dechi Maisa Dami, because it's considered like Maisa. Okay, Rapapa, following the dictum of Rapapa. The Rapapa Rami, Rapapa asked the following contradiction. Ksiv, if you look in the Torah, it says, Ki Yitain. The Pasuk over there is, you look in one, Chitain Maim Alzer, that if water falls on. Uh, some type of uh, something growing that had grown from the ground after it was picked and in the veil of a sheritz falls in it it's, if the water makes the item the kabul tumor it's it, 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 now the way it's written is kiyitin the way it's pronounced is kiyutan passively not actively so it says exiv kiyitin the karina we read it as kiyutan how do you accommodate both reading both the reading and the writing is the passive happening when it happens on its own should be the same way as when you do it. Just as when you do it actively, it's obviously something you want. So too, if it happens passively on its own, it has to be the nichale. means it's only going to be susceptible to if you had wanted the liquid to touch the vegetable or the, the but or the fruit, but if it, uh, but if it, if you did not want it to be there, then it does not make it susceptible. What do you see though? Even though you never did it actively, your machshava that you wanted it makes it as if you did it. So the machshava by tuma to make something susceptible couple tuma is like an action. Says Rabbi Yochanan, that's why even though normally dibur is mevatel dibur, and even a dibur that has this partial ma'isa, first second dibur can the first one, but not when that dibur makes so that machshava makes it susceptible because then it's considered like a full-fledged miser. He said that that's that's the uh, so they have the nichole. Now Rabzvid had the same version of the machlok as we just said, but he had it differently. He learned it from a different source, and actually it's diff- a difference in, its, in, in, in in a very important point. The way we learned it is going on our Mishnah. Can a woman retract if it's Mekadesh for 30 days and she doesn't want it? We said the machlokas over there is not whether a dibur from a vatal dibur, everyone also could, but can dibur a vatal dibur where that first dibur involved somewhat of a maisa? That was the machlokas we had. Rav Zvid has it differently. Masnulash lahash maisa aha. The case was, it's a case in, in, in Kedushin that, uh, that we're going to have later on in test. She sent an agent. She said, go and accept the Kedushin on my, my behalf. Now that acceptance of the Kedushin makes him a Kedushin. However, what happened was that before the Gishliach accepted it, she changed her mind. It says, And what she did was, she went and she says, listen, I don't need the shliach. She was Mekadesh herself, right? She went and Mekadesh herself. Then if her condition came before the shliachs, so then Kedushin, Kedushin, then her condition counts. But but if the shliachs Kedushin came, Kadma before hers, then ain't Kedushin, Kedushin. Now it doesn't say over there she actively said, I don't want the shliach. She just went and accepted the Kedushin. Maybe she said, I don't know if he found, if she can find, he'll find her, don't find her. So she went and did it herself. So if the shliachs came first, the shliachs counts. If hers comes first, hers counts. Now, let's say the case was not talking about where she ran and did it herself. But she said, I don't want the Kedushin. She didn't find the Shliach either. I don't want the Kedushin. Can she retract from which she already sent the Shliach? So Rabbi Yochanan Amar Chozeres. Rabbi Yochanan says she can retract. Similar to Machloikas, Rabbi Yochanan Machazeres also Dibur Dibur, that the second Dibur wipes out her first Dibur, the Dibur here being of it pointing the Shliach. 
Resh Lakish Ama Eno Chazeres cannot because Lo Azadim Avatul Dibur. Ace Rabbi Yochanish Lakish Bittel Im Achulat Torah. In the case of the Truma, in the case of the Truma, if your Mavatul before your Shliach takes your Truma, Bittel it works. But then in an ain Truma is a Truma. But so you see over there that the second Dibur is Mavatul for his Dibur. So Amarava Hachmayaskin, and that the way Rish Lakish has explained it is what happened over here is not that the that the the, the, the owner actually just did a verbal dibur. He went and did an action. He took the truma himself. He did an act of taking the truma himself. So when you do an action, that'll wipe out the first dibur. As long as the shliach didn't do it yet, he has the ability to wipe it out. If you're going to with Taram as Kiryo, he took it himself. So it's not just a dibur of dibur, it's a maisa of dibur. To have a maisa, okay. All vessels can negate uh, the, the status uh, of, of, of something, the machshava, but, uh, but so therefore, if you had in mind to make it a, a, a chair, and now you want to make it a stool, that works. But ain't all in mitumasan, but it doesn't work the other way around. That if you had in mind to make it a stool, and now, it, and now you want to make it a chair, it doesn't lose its susceptibility, or if it actually became tummy, it doesn't change. El Bashir Mice, you need an action. So you see, Mice, Mice, we did Mice. The principle is that a Mice, an action can, uh, can undo a Mice, or Miyad Machshava, or do a Machshava. But Machshava, Enamotsia, Lomi de Mice, Machshava cannot wipe out a Mice, but Lomi Yadei Machshava, not wipe out another Machshava. And the Kasha is, it's like a Dibur and a Dibur. The Chayra, Zavish, Lomi Yad Mice, I understand that a Machshava cannot wipe out a Mice, Lomafka. But because Lomi Yad Machshava, Mice, Dibur can't Mavatla Mice either. Lomi Yad Machshava, why can't one Machshava wipe out another Mice? Machshava, so a bad tape book, that's the Rishlok. The machshav of tuma is considered to be a ma'isa, like we see from our papa, the papa ramixiv kiyitein. It's written the karina be uridas kiyutan haketa. The yutan has to be given the yitein. That that when it happens on its own has to be like if, if you would have wanted if you did it yourself. Ma'itein denichale av yutanami denichale. The bottom line is we're going to continue with this tomorrow. Is that you see that there the machshav is like a ma'isa gabi tuma. That's why a second. Tibur can a machshava cannot wipe out the first one because the first one that made mukshav kabbalah is considered like a ma'isa. We'll stop over here. Again.